Hello, everybody. My name is Danny Grant. I am an artist, a drawing and painting instructor. I live in Austin, Texas, and I would like to welcome you back to the studio. This is the place where I interview and talk shop with other professional artists, and we get an inside glimpse into their daily lives as professional artists. This episode of the Studio Podcast is sponsored by the new Figurative Art Convention and Expo. Finally, there is a conference just for the figurative world. It includes hands-on workshops and demos from masters like Jacob Collins, Juliet Aristides, Daniel Graves, David LaFell, Stephen Assale, Jeremy Lipking, Max Ginsberg, Graydon Parrish, Sherry McGraw, Jordan Sokol, Cesar Santos, John Coleman, Michael Mintler, and Tony Pro. Plus, they have added in the track conference at the same time, all for one price. You can learn more about FACE at figurativeartconvention.com. My guest on this episode of The Studio is artist Chong Huang. Chong is a really fascinating and kind and generous and impressive man. Um, He is an artist who is constantly pushing himself to grow and learn more and improve, and his artistic journey and story is quite inspiring. I am honored to call Chong a friend, and I think you will all enjoy hearing Chong tell his story. So here is my chat with Chong Wong. All right, I'm so excited to have my friend, the artist Chong Wong, on the phone with me. Hey, Chong, welcome to the show. Thanks for doing this. Well, uh, thank you for having me. You know, I'm so happy to you know, talk with you again. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's nice. You've been, you've been gone so long. We, you know, we do paint together, um, when we can, but, uh, it's been a while. You have a, you have quite a crazy schedule these days, huh? Yeah, there's uh, lots of workshops and (laughs) uh, travel all around the country. Now I started teaching internationally. So, yeah, so all over the place. Yeah. Wow. That's great, man. Um, Mm -hmm. so your home, right now so mm-hmm. what kind of a schedule do you keep when you're when you're home uh, like are you still kind of um you know are you still getting into the the studio here regularly during your breaks or what does that look like uh, well so you know i try to manage have a regular schedule and of course there's a lots of other things and lots of you know chores and uh, errands need to be run and mm-hmm. uh, I, I will try to find time to go to my studio and and continue my uh, painting. Uh, I will say actually learning process mm-hmm. uh, because I, I I still consider I am a beginner. You know, lots of thing art I still do not know, and so start to think all the time and research and. And of course, I have some uh, paintings like gallery requests or commissions and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll try to, you, you know, uh, get get into the uh, in in the mode. Of course, there's a, always a transition time uh, from yeah. painting to uh, uh, doing my own paintings. Uh, so uh, I'll try to minimize the time in between. I usually, you know, have maybe after I travel, maybe several days and can be uh, taking care of something, you know, just like daily chores. Sure, and, uh, yeah. When I, uh, gra- I, I, in my mind, just tell- telling myself, is 
get get quick as possible to into the regular schedule and work on art instead of too many other things. Yeah. So so what what kind of work are you doing when you're home versus um, uh, your workshops? What's the well, difference I, in the work? Yeah, you, you sh- usually see like I, I don't have a very fixed schedule, you know, or like a, like a task or what, what I like to do. More like I kind of go with the flow, what is whatever in my mind. Uh, you know, I don't I don't paint many, uh, you know, uh, big paintings. You know, requiring multiple days to finish. I'm pretty much painting in the a la prima style. So, and and then uh, sometime I do still life, sometime I do landscapes, and uh, of course sometime I'll go to the live painting sessions like that. Mm -hmm. And I'll try to do relatively small uh, projects. Um, Actually, you know, I I like the word projects. Usually I call my every painting I uh, I do a project, which is not only uh, try to generate uh, some images on on, the, on canvas, and and also I try to consider the process of a, a painting. Uh, that painting, it is a learning uh, a, a process. So so that's I, I call that project. So I can take a notes corresponding to that project. I I just want to make sure. Uh, when I do every painting project, I'm, I learn something, and, and then yeah. this way I can progress, uh, you, you know, to to getting a little bit better than my previous projects I'm, I'm doing. So, so uh, uh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Um, so, mm-hmm. would what's the? I guess what's the what's the overall direction that you're kind of heading for? with with these projects is there is there an end goal is there something specific that you're trying to get out of these kind of daily projects uh, like what's it all adding up to yeah usually you know i don't call that daily projects usually like research, uh, i i keep a few projects painting projects per month okay so then every project i doesn't really give give a one of the fixed time you'll say okay this is just like a one day project because sometimes even uh, when I doing these projects is is not really painting. For instance, sometimes I I have something in my mind. For instance, I want to improve my understanding about color temperature or something like that. For okay. instance, so so I I might do some research. You know, I I will look at other people's paintings and and I will uh, read something. You know, from books or or online information and Google something. And then and taking notes, you know, try to record uh, what is in my mind, you know, mm-hmm. my understanding, my current understanding, or, or, or my questions. So then I would design some sort of a painting uh, uh, exercises, you know, so go uh, together with, with, with the, the topic I'm, I'm, I'm going. Okay. Uh, it could be like one. It could be two. So, so then I usually put on my computer like a folder, then uh, including all the images or the notes I, I am taking. Then, so then also documenting the, uh, the 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 development of that painting, you know, from beginning. So I take a, a, a 
quite a few photographs, you know, from the beginning and to the end. So then every stages, then uh, if I run into a problem, I will document in that. And I'll mm. run into, uh, you know, you, or have some inspiration, I will, I will, you know, write down and also try to incorporate into the painting. So, so this way, uh, even finish the painting, I, I, it's not only have a, a, a piece of you know, artwork uh, finished, but also I have some documentation that I can use wow. for the future. Because um, I, I, uh, I, I have this habit for a long time because, uh, you know, it, uh, uh, from my background, uh, kind of different from many professional artists, mm -hmm. is I didn't really get uh, really rigorous uh, professional training. I didn't go to any art school, spend uh, quite a few years to uh, go through all the uh, rigorous uh, uh, learning uh, or the curriculums and try to, you know, get uh, manage mm -hmm. or obtain all the skills or the techniques. I, I, I didn't have that. So because right. my, my formal education wasn't in art. So um, then, uh, so, of course, I, I've been practicing art for a long time. Then I always uh, look at my uh, foundations and the structures. It's, uh, you know, it's not that sound. It's, there's always there are some gaps, some, some areas I feel uh, weak or, or tender. And so I, I just want to strengthen that, you know. So then, so, I, so that's why I design all these projects, try to be... Um, you know, uh, a learning or like homework or exercise, sure. so so I can uh, you know clarify lots of questions and, uh, and and practice to gain some skills. So then in the future, I can you know uh, apply what I have learned during during this kind of projects into the future. Right. So I don't make the same mistake again, uh, or or I can be more efficient. So you uh, mentioned. You mentioned this mm -hmm. is a practice that you've had for a long time, and it stems from your um, uh, the work that you were doing before. So, can you talk about? Um, and it doesn't have to be you know you don't have to give a long explanation, but but can you tell everybody what what that career was before that you were uh, painting full time? Uh, I was uh, an optical engineer. Uh, see, I, I you know I was born in China. Um, uh -huh. Then I came to U.S. in 1985, and for education. So that time I had my bachelor degree in physics. So I, I, I after I came over to U.S. and so had you had any any art training in China? Uh, I will not. I will say no, or, or not. You know, it, it, I will say I, I was a hobbyist. You know, my okay. you know, maybe do a little bit doodling. I I I don't think I really paint um, officially any kind of oil painting. I did some uh, sketch before. You know, I was interested in art. Yeah. And then I I, I did some you know charcoal drawings. I've been participate some of the. Uh, life drawings or that kind of uh, uh, activities, but I, I will say I didn't really have any formal training. So, wow. but but it was like you, you know I I I really enjoy going to uh, galleries, go to a museum to see and admire uh, all you know the, the master level artist work. But I, I you know that time I would just wish you know I can do something like that in the future, mm. but. I, I really didn't know uh, what is the way to there, and also I, my career already 
kind of established at that time because my education was in science. So oh, I, so you I, you got on on kind of a science track there, pretty at a pretty early right. age. Is that how it works? Right. So I, I you know I gradually uh, from from uh, University of Science and Technology of China in 1982. Uh, after that, I found a job and work as assistant research uh, position in Academy of Sciences of China and so doing some uh, physics-related research there. Wow. Yeah. So after, so it's from, that's from 82 to 85. Then I, find, I got admission of uh, one of the universities in U.S., so that's that's the reason I came over. Okay. Yeah, but but then uh, after that, so I was a graduate student and uh, working in physics and and, and graduate uh, with a PhD degree in physics from University. Oh of wow! I didn't know you had a PhD. Congratulations! <laughs> that's <laughs> no, awesome. Doesn't really matter. Doesn't really mean that much now. Hey, well, you're Doctor Wong though. <laughs> well, but, well, they just call me Chong. Okay, so well, maybe somebody call me that way. So. I'm gonna call you the doctor from now on. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I so I study physics and specialize in optics. So uh, and graduated from University of Alabama in Huntsville. Then with uh, several jobs uh, after that. And ended up in Austin, Texas. Um, that's about 1998. And so all all of this this time from 85 to 98, I'm pretty much just 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 working as an engineer. Uh, well, wow. study study physics and science yeah. and try to uh, understand the high tech industries and and get involved with all the technology. Uh, so I'm I'm still really into science, but uh, well, but but it's not as um, you know as as a career. You know now I'm kind of a different kind of paradigm shift. You know, to yeah. different kind of direction. But but uh, you know, science is also fascinating. You know, I'm I'm interested in mathematics and and doing lots of computer work. Um, so because I was specialized in optics. Which is, is I, I would say that's probably the field closer to art. At least that's a visual. You know, you right. you, you, you I deal with the light. You know, optics means the research about light. Uh, so I did a lots of research about you know fiber optics and physical optics. And so when I start to work, I you know, worked with several companies doing uh, holography, which is majorly what we're doing is like a three-dimensional type of a photography. So it means you'll, oh, wow. you'll, you'll record a, a three-dimensional image on a, on a piece of emulsion. Um, then you'll be able to reconstruct the information in the 3D to give that illusion of the depth. Uh, so yeah. Instead of you see a flat uh, piece of imagery, then you'll be able to perceive the the the, the depth or thickness of something, which is a kind of good, you know, it's a lot, more look like you know you go to a three D movie wearing the goggle, you see that. <laughs> yeah. But we're we're kind of uh, trying to do that time with the instead of wearing any kind of eyewear. So you still be able to perceive the uh, 3D, which is more like a Princess Leia jumping out of R2. Yeah, I was just going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. fascinating. The so how close? How close are we to that kind of technology? 
Well, I think we're getting pretty close. You know, there's uh, so many kinds. Even there's lots of uh, uh, commercial applications. You start to see, uh, uh, you know, there's a different type of a 3D technology, you know, you know, like the virtual reality world. Yeah. Wearing uh, some sort of device, then you'll be able to see 3D, and you'll go to the 3D movie, or you know, wearing something. And also, there's some other kind which it doesn't really require you wear any anything. So, but there's a different kind of technology. So, um, then holography. Actually, if you you know in the narrow definition of holography, it is actually optical effects using diffraction. Mm. Uh, Instead of um, you know other like lenses or or projects, right. so because there's other kind we we kind of in general talking about uh, holography, you know even like something look like 3D or say oh holographic actually that's not really pres- uh, accurate. You know mm. holography really means very specific. It's like a laser generated interference pattern using diffraction recorded on piece of emulsion. Basically that's that's what holography really means technically. But yeah. uh, uh, so that's just one <laughs> type of 3D display. You know, there's other kind of projection type, or or some uh, some even like a, uh, uh, there's uh, so many technologies nowadays. Uh, but it's fascinating. Yeah. And, uh, but I was working not really on the artistic part. I was working right. on the system and uh, doing the optical designs and try to you know getting some uh, uh, type of. Uh, 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 machine or devices you'll be able to utilize to generate 3D. Uh, so, but but uh, anyway, but so uh, it's, so that's kind of artsy, you know. So there's yeah, yeah. 3D, and and so there's I, I worked with artists because the imagery was designed most mostly computer generated. So I, I deal with lots of 3D uh, mm-hmm. artists. Right. They use Maya, they use Photoshop, okay. yeah. all kind of uh, three-dimensional uh, packaging and uh, generate the imagery. So, um, but but of course, then um, you know the technology part is is fun. You know, I did uh, some uh, quite quite a different systems and and uh, but but in the meantime, my my uh, passion about art, you know, about, you know, it's not, not necessarily modern or like, or like uh, more technical, or I, I'm interested in all spectrum of art, like traditional type of art, yeah. you know, the drawing, you know, graphite, charcoal, and two uh, oil paintings and, and all, all the different, different part of art. I'm really fascinating about it. And I, at that time, I just had a dream, you know, so I would, so I, I hope someday I'd be able to, just like some artists I, I really admire, be able to generate, you know, paintings, you know, really. So uh, had you done, had you been doing, like, producing any art uh, during that time or just sort of, or just yeah, looking at art and, and yeah, admiring I, it? I, both, actually. Uh, I do, you know, I, I, I always are fascinated to go to galleries and mm-hmm. you to see beautiful art. In the meantime, I try a little bit, you know, like because the uh, 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 in America, actually, I really like, you know, the you you have lots of opportunities, even for amateur artists or the people who not been in, you know, uh, went through the the the, the training as mm-hmm. an 
they'll be able to participate lots of uh, art, art, artistic activities sure. like you know drawings or uh, art art groups and you go to do do painting outdoors together it doesn't really matter what level of uh, skill you 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 can have so i i really see wow great so i'm just going to you know get some <laughs> brushes and paint from Michael's and you know just join <laughs> and doing some some work and uh, so I, I you know Austin have so many art groups and so I, I enjoyed you know to paint together with them even that time my skill wasn't really wasn't really developed uh, but I enjoy the process and also notice that how bad I was you know <laughs> Because I, 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 I thought I could do it, but when you actually do it, it, it it's a totally <laughs> different yeah. different story. So that started triggering um, the the desire of learning, you know, to try to because I I that I don't think I can go back to um, university again, you know, study right. from scratch. So so and also of course it's great here, you know, there's a workshop. So that's that's the reason. Um, you know, I, I really consider, okay, there is an opportunity, even yeah, for a mature yeah. person like me, I'd be able to assess all the education. So I, you know, I started taking workshops. So what were, some of the, what were some of the first workshops that you took? Who were you studying uh, with? I studied with mainly, uh, I, 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 you know, several uh, artists and doing still lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, like uh, uh, David LaFell, Sherry McGraw, James Burs, okay. uh, and and quite a few other uh, other people, and and then uh, like Scott Burdick for uh, uh, Carolyn Anderson for figurative, then mm-hmm. uh, uh, and also some some landscapes um, workshops. So uh, it happened to be most of the uh, workshop I took is f- at uh, Federsburg. I really like that school yeah. called Federsburg Artist School. It's not far away from Austin, so which is uh, convenient for me. You know, I don't need to fly somewhere to take workshops. I would just you know drive. Yeah. Some so it's it's a pretty much pretty doable. Uh, so I learned. I think I would that if you say my art education, that that that's pretty much how I started. You yeah, know? it's. I, I mean, it's pretty incredible to to mm. have. So, what age were you were you, when you started taking these workshops? Uh, I think you know my first workshop is around like uh, around um, either ninety nine or two thousand. So that time I was already forty some years old. Uh, uh, then uh, uh, and also I, I didn't really have any ambition want to be a professional artist. I just say okay, I want to improve my hmm. art skills yeah. so I can, I can uh, do some 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 art I like and and I didn't really think because I already consider I I have a career you know I I'm an engineer I'm a scientist you know right. uh, then I would just you know go to work and and to have my American dream try try to fulfill that yeah yeah. <laughs> and, then, and art can be a hobby, you know, so I, I kind of just doing um, more. That was like around 2000-ish, uh, around that time. Yeah. Um, so probably take me about uh, five or six years. I'm just concentrating. on find all the opportunity I can take a workshop, then I will go. So I'm so kind of uh, obsessed to it. And, and so I also noticed after that my skill in painting uh, improved. Yeah. 
So do you remember uh, the when you first had the thought that mm-hmm. you actually would like to be an artist? Uh, you would like that to be your career? Uh, so was actually, you know, like it is kind of by accident. I, I will say um, I never really thought about art as a career uh, before 2007. So that mm-hmm. time I'm just, you know, been enjoying myself, doing some painting for myself, for my friend, for my family, and then uh, decorate my house. You know, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. already my, the purpose. But however, I think um, 2007, I start to doing art blog online. And okay. I start to try to sell some paintings, mm-hmm. uh, you know, through eBay. So that, that was like uh, in, in that year. And and uh, after I started, I really need to give a credit to my friend, artist friend. Her name's Carol Marine, mm-hmm. and and she taught me uh, how to um, uh, open a blog and and link the blog to the uh, uh, some websites like you know dailypainters.com and also the uh, eBay, so I'll be able to sell directly. Yeah, because that time I I. I I didn't think, uh, you know, uh, I was I was good. You know, I was considered okay. I'm still an amateur, so I enjoy doing this. But I have lots of painting in my in my studio now. <laughs> yeah. I, I, this is getting too conjected there. So I will, if somebody like to have it, do now. That'll be great. So I started just you know uh, putting on on eBay and and sell them rather cheap, and then try to. Yeah, clean up the place and also well if you can bring me some income that'd be great yeah 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 so that was like so i i joined this called a daily painting movement mm-hmm. um, then you enjoy that and because i i also look at other people doing the similar things uh, then um so they start to uh, get me communicated to the uh, art community because previously I was just by myself you know I doing right. art for myself I kind of enjoy that but you know but but after you know get online so I start to see people start to look at my work comment on my work even uh, purchase my work so that that's really gave me some more uh, motivation and, and courage you yeah. know to, to do uh, to improve, uh, then gradually get into that professional world. So let me let me stop you yeah. right there, because um, mm-hmm. I just want to ask. So at this time, you know, you you have your science career, yet yeah. you know you're 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 painting more and and you're starting to sell these through eBay. So what kind of schedule are you keeping at that time? You know, how much mm-hmm. are you painting per day? versus, you know, around your day job and, and family and all of that kind of thing. Yeah, rather late. So that time, actually, I do, I still have full-time work, but then try to uh, develop a discipline for myself to practice. So I joined the daily painting movement. So, uh, you know, daily painting, which in a word really means you have to paint every day. Yeah. So I, I keep that kind of discipline. Okay. Uh, for for you know literally for about two years, I'm pretty much painting every day. But uh-huh. but I'm not really doing something really serious, you know. Like uh, I I my my painting that time I did 
uh, most of them very small. It's like, uh, right. you know, I consider that's my homework. I'm just exercising <clears throat> one mm -hmm. or two topics. So usually like like a five by seven, six by six, uh, you know, uh, very simple scenes like um, uh, still life. So because like I, I have to work during the day, most of my painting exercises will be, uh, I have to do that in the uh, in, in the evening. So uh, right. then I, I, I have I turn one of my bedrooms into a, a studio and I set up a, a few lights and, and a shadow box and put a, like an apple a vase or something in 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 the box and, and just doing some really basic exercise really small. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so how, how long would you take? Would you spend? Yeah, I usually about those. like a, like a, an, an hour to three hours in in that time frame. Okay. So. So like every evening, usually after dinner around like seven, seven thirty or uh, eight or about that time, then I will paint whatever the time I can finish that painting. So usually around ten. Okay. So uh, then, then uh, uh, second day, I, I you know in the morning I usually take a photo. Uh, then I go to work and uh, utilize my lunch hour. So I you know bring a sandwich there, sit at my cubicle. Then I can. You know, during that hour, I can put out eBay or then cool. uh, write a short sentence, uh, several several words about uh, describe the painting, put it on my blog. Mm -hmm. So that that's then the second after that, I returned home and the kind of routine start again. So I keep that for quite a quite a while. Yeah. And of course, the you know have to uh, also sometime. Uh, you know, it's not every you know not. Every day I'm doing that, so I have to get in some other times and doing other things for the right. for for some uh, taking care of other things. So so, but but definitely it's a very significant. You know, it's really eye opener opener for me. You know, uh, before that I would just consider, okay, man, I'm just 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 a hobbyist. I I will do that. But after that, you know, yeah. You know, besides, you know, I sell online, then I start to get other opportunities, you know, galleries start to invite me and or the magazines start to, uh, you know, write something for me. So, uh, you, so at this time you got, you mm. know, with the galleries approaching you, you must have had a pretty decent following on your blog. Is that how they kind of, uh, so how, I mean, uh -huh. I guess I'm asking, how did you get, how exactly did you get on the radar for these galleries? Was it... Um, uh -huh. Yeah, it, it is like, you know, after I have the blog, of course, the very beginning, nobody really know I have that. So yeah. I, there's some strategies I learned uh, either from uh, uh, Carol Marine or from other others. So some some business uh, strategies, uh, okay. you utilize, you, you generate newsletters or you, you start to follow other people's and then they start to comment other people's work or exchange with other daily painters, mm -hmm. the link of the, the blogs. So then uh, gradually I start to build up the follower. Of course, okay. that's really encouraging because you see that the, the group of people following you increases then that's really give give me the motivation. Oh, I see. Okay. I'm not alone. You know, people like my work. Right. And, uh, so of course, among the people following me, there are uh, there's you know gallery people. There's uh, okay. uh, there's all all kind of um, different spectrum of people. You know, so either some some artists, some students, some some of them uh, give me tips and uh, give me some 
you know, teach me a lots of things, you know, so, so th- this way I opened lots of door for me. Uh, yeah, so yeah. I was like doing, I, I, I was doing that kind of schedule for, for about two years. But after that, and of course, there's other activities start more and more. And I'm not able to really keep that daily. And also, I start to paint a little larger and a little more complicated scenes. So that requires. For the galleries? Or? Yeah, for the galleries. Yeah. And for, uh, also, even I'm still selling directly, but uh, I'm kind of working with the both avenue, you know, selling through the galleries uh-huh. and also still self representing on my right. blog. So how long till you started getting invited to do workshops or, or did that start? Cause I know that you, you would organize your own workshops. So did you do that first? Uh, no, actually my, my very first workshop was organized by another artist and, and also organizer. Okay. Um, uh, happened to be one, uh, one of the, uh, uh, workshop. I actually I, I went to Federsburg taking another artist workshop, and so during the day I, I really practiced what what I learned, you know, from mm-hmm. the instructor, and and in the evenings I'm still keeping my daily painting kind of kind of exercise. I yeah. I, I did quite a few small paintings, and uh, then uh, in the second day, so all the crowds start to talk about this thing. They always start to, you know, touch base about open the blog and sell directly and also, you know, daily painting, all of that thing. So um, uh, one of the artists also, you know, just, just like us, you know, were taking the workshop and, and uh, her name is uh, Pat Meyer from Houston area. Okay. So she's my first organizer of my workshop. And, and she, after she saw I, I did that, that uh, actually she bought one of that, that uh, small painting I did, you know, the night. <laughs> and, uh, and then she said, you know, Chang, you, 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 you might be a good idea. You can teach and share, share your experience, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, art part and also the, uh, the, the business part. Uh, then I told her, I said, I never really taught anything. I, 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 <laughs> I, taught, I taught physics, actually, before yes. but yeah. when, when I was a graduate student, but, but I never did art teaching. You know, I'm still learning. But, but she said, you know, don't worry. You know, I will set up everything. Uh, you know, I will get, get the students come to the class. I will find a place. You j- just tell me what time uh, will be available. Then just come. So then we figured out the time, which is, uh, you know, convenient for both of us. And so she find a place in uh, Houston area. So I went there. So did my first workshop, which is two day workshop. That was like nine. Uh, that was 2008. Okay. Uh, so that time, uh, then uh, I did a prepare because I was considered this is a big thing. It was a pretty big deal for me. You know, I, I, I haven't really... Uh, 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 teach, uh, taught anything in yeah. art. So they, I gotta be, uh, and also I, I concern about my language ability because English is not my first language. I, I have to make sure I be able to articulate the right. information, uh, accurate, uh, as accurate as possible instead mm-hmm. of too, uh, difficult to communicate so I and and so I put a lot of effort to it so that all, all everything paid off uh, so people really like my workshop and uh, uh, so 
immediately after my first workshop, among the students' group, are quite a few other people happen to be there, you know, from the large area of Houston, you know, big, big metropolitan area. There have so many art groups. Yeah. So then some people say, hey, maybe figure out some time you come to my area, <laughs> a place, you know, maybe we'll figure out some. So, so yeah. that's the start to just getting uh, this uh, workshop thing going. And so uh, gradually, I think I got more and more invitations for doing this two-day workshop, talking about painting, still lives, and, and also the discipline of the daily painting. Okay, uh, cool. Yeah, so that time I was still working full-time, so I only can use like either my weekends or my vacation time. Mm-hmm. But they start to, you know, plus I, I'm, I'm selling online and so uh, and income from workshops. And the, I, I, I saw a, a small, there's a business opportunity besides my daytime job. Right. That's everything that start to push me into the professional track. You know, so I, I would tell myself I need to improve more, I need to paint more, I need to uh, getting better. And then, uh, so I started, you know, participate, yeah, join OPA, start to participate in some competitions. So, uh, and showing more and more in galleries. So that's everything, kind of all the avenue start to open. Right. Uh, yeah, so I was, I, I would consider I was pretty lucky uh, in around 2007, 2008, that time. I think that was a great time too. Like for the, I mean, that was sort of the beginning of the whole daily painter movement, wasn't it? Right, right, yeah. So, was... do you think that? Mm-hmm. Do you, is that thing still kind of going strong? That that whole idea, yeah. that daily painter movement, yeah. or is it kind of? Uh... It's still there. I think so far, you know, it's not as the, as fresh as the uh, yeah. seven. Uh, I think this year officially this thing daily painting started around 2004. I joined as around like 2007, so it's okay. still an early stage. It's yeah. a new thing because combining with uh, internet, uh, you know, selling online was really fashionable and new. Uh, and yeah, and blogs were really yeah, blogs new were and big at that time, right? So, so far, of course, the the daily painting is still there, you know, still active, and there's lots of tools people can use to establish different kind of platforms and for uh, uh, self representing and selling. Uh, doesn't really matter what level of art skills you have, you 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 can explore your market through daily paintings. There's quite a few different type of uh, websites and so the big one i guess is the dailypaintworks.com one one of the biggest and and i'm still using that i'm still uh uh uh, expose you know like uh post my my work on it Mm -hmm. Uh, not as active as before i i don't even call myself uh, nowadays in painting every day because there's lots of teaching lots of other activities going on but it's still still active you know people uh, lots of uh, new artists join daily paint works and uh, and and be able to do auctions of their mm-hmm. work there. and also besides daily paint works there's other other part even some sometimes you can just do your own with with your facebook or instagram right 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 because nowadays the 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 the, the environment on 
The internet is very different. It's much more developed nowadays. You get so many tools you can you can use, and people are more savvy about it. But of course, there's there's too many channels going on. It started getting yeah. too overwhelming. Um, so uh, well, and there's so there's just so many so many artists um, taking that route today too. I wonder. So, uh, do you still? Like, would you, if someone came to you, Chong, and, and said, hey, I want to get into this, is that, would you still recommend that route? To yeah, kind of... I, I still do. Maybe okay. I'm not really uh, recommend using blog anymore because blog right. kind, of, kind of like old fashions. Yeah, you it's so crazy that. how fast those things change. You can do Facebook or like okay. Twitter or some Instagram. Actually, it's really nowadays pretty yeah. pretty. It really. Uh, so, do you uh, see that cool. a lot? Are are people just going straight to Instagram and using that as I think, as their know, daily painting platform? Yeah, so far is it, it is like I use Instagrams like to expose my work. You know, try try to tell people what I'm doing, and also mm -hmm. I can uh, because the response so quick. You know, on the Instagram immediately you know how many people really like your painting and right. how many follow your Instagram then this this way is sort of like a measurement um, and whether or not you this painting um, it is you know uh, is successful or not so you can see or at least you know other people's reaction about it very quickly so it's very direct so, that, so that's that's why you know that's a good measurement to see uh, whether or not I'm doing okay I'm doing good or doing badly so okay. <laughs> <laughs> so everything you know but do you I, think do you think you get a, a like a real um i don't know do you, do you think uh -huh. you can get a, a real honest read from instagram i mean because people who who follow you i mean uh -huh. you know they're gonna i don't I know yeah some you know what i mean like because i don't know if if they're right. just gonna like it because they like you and they already like your work you know yeah, so at least you know you can tell you know some of my paintings you know get a lot of likes. Some some painting may not be oh, that. Okay. So then you can so you, you do know, see a difference in the in the reaction. You, you you can see the difference, which is kind of a, a, a evaluation. What at least you know that's one data point. Okay? Yeah, right. That, sure. Like sure. Tell, telling you uh, whether you're you're uh, you're popular or you're really <laughs> welcomed by other people. Right. So, that, that's that's like, um, uh, and Facebook is another thing. You know, I do get lots of comments, and and also I kind of communicate that way to, uh, you know, be able to, uh, you know, kind of uh, instead of just showing art, and also share my feelings. You know, that, that's that's a part. Mm -hmm. Lots of people comment about my blog or my posting on other things. Like it, it feels like a. You know, there's not really just some commercial or business side. It is like a real person behind. Yeah, yeah. I, you 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 definitely yeah. share some some personal feelings on there, which is which I agree. It's it's nice. It kind of lets people gives yeah. people a little insight into to what's going on in your head. Right. So Do I you feel, feel like, like that has been a real advantage for you I as far feel, as I I feel that you know it's just, just I don't know it's a really advantage or anything I didn't, I I thought you know just like uh, instead of just lonely um, doing things because most of the artists kind of you know 
uh, when you practice art, you, you sometimes you're you're by yourself. You know, you're in your studio. Then, oh, yeah, yeah. then you concentrate on your art for a long time. You may not be able to talk with another human being. You know, just like um, or maybe a group uh, sometimes. Right. You know, right. But most of the time, you you're just pretty much alone. Yeah. So I feel you know this this way. You know, it, it is a good communication. Uh, uh, other people will understand your the background of your uh, the art you that just created, mm-hmm. and also you'll be able to uh, y- you know kind of share your feeling. You know, I'm I'm actually it's not always share sharing. You know, some kind of cherry picking or or like share most of. I I kind of just like spontaneously whatever in my mind I want to share with other people. I will I will say that you know. Yeah. So even sometime I feel. I feel low. I feel blue, and uh, and I and this way. Uh, also, I got you know. I feel the art community is very helpful. You know, they they sometimes you know they they you share with them, they share with you. So they also offer lots of helps. So I I feel you know I I I don't really feel lonely anymore. You know, instead of just working by myself in the studio. Yeah. So I, I feel that it's not only not not only you know of course there's bring me business opportunity, but at the meantime I'm in the community, so I might really right. enjoy that community. Well, I think um, yeah, I said advantage. I mean that's not really the right word, but um, mm-hmm. but you know I think when you when you do share and you kind of open up, it's mm-hmm. um, you know people feel closer to you. People feel like uh, you're right. a real person and. Um, and that sort of, I think it must, um, it must, uh, kind of lead to more, um, you know, I hate to, it's, this almost sounds crass, but to, to put it in these terms, but it's sort of like people, people like brand loyalty, you know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah, you, people you, feel closer to you, and they feel like there's there's they have more of a. Um, yeah, so they feel you. They know me. You know, for instance, yeah. taking my workshops, and then they they before before they taking uh, some instructors' workshop, they they want to have they want to know um, uh, th- this person instead of just looking at the art. You know, right. you can, of course, artists is very important. Uh, to see, okay, this style I like. I want to have this kind of skill, and then at the meantime, if if you'll be able to have some sort of uh, um, uh, understanding or or experience uh, communicate with these artists, and, and so they will feel more comfortable yeah. you know, to sign up your class. You know, so there's sure. always uh, uh, there's a risk. You know, you're you're taking somebody's class and you don't know the person. You right. may really benefit from them class if, if you know they uh, you don't know some people may be not very easy or may be difficult to, to communicate with sure so, so this kind of activity which is a um, you know communication uh, I think we all uh, as a human being is you know human being are social uh, 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 beings you know mm-hmm. we're not we're, we're, we, we should have uh, you know we feel healthier. Uh, more comfortable uh, in in a, some sort of a supporting group. Uh, so I well, internet of course is it is um, uh, is really really great. You know, so there's a new invention to get the whole world communicate together. So right. 
that that's maybe that's good that we can call that advantage you know we can use this avenue right. to really establish dialogue with the with the world so you know have something i share with other people and then people will feed back to me so this way you can you you can understand your art better and also you understand yourself better as a person. Yeah. Wow. Um, did you ever have? Did you have any? I I'm definitely reluctant to be that open online. Did you have? Was did you hesitate at all when you or was that just kind of natural for you to do that? Yeah, you, you do have, you know, you know what kind of information you want to share. Of course, then right. I, will, I try my best to uh, bring positive energy in my uh, information mm-hmm. you know, instead of uh, spread out negativities. Of course, there's, you know, there's common sense. What, uh, <laughs> what kind of yeah. thing you don't want to talk about uh, on the internet. Basically, is you you want to evaluate. Uh, you know, uh, you you want to make some comments or statement. Is that going to um, uh, helping other people or hurt other people? Mm-hmm. You know, it's not really just whimsical or like say uh, uh, or or careless. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes some something can be sensitive. You know, so you don't. You don't want to be uh, 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 to you know step out on people's toes. You know to to try. To, of course, there you know sometimes we're not that that thorough. We're, we're human beings, or maybe. <laughs> but but uh, it's just like you know there's some general guidelines. You know, sure. you, you want to um, uh, share some something, and and some some other things you may you may be not want to share. So. Uh, so that that's what I do, you know. Because art, I consider, you know, art-related topics is usually pretty shareable. You know, it doesn't really have a much of a uh, controversial or right, right, right. It's yeah. like you're talking about skills, you're talking about the uh, uh, artistic concepts, or even the feeling uh, related to uh, your personality or. Yeah, it, it most of the uh, uh, conversation is pretty friendly and and uh, and uh, beneficial to mm-hmm. to yourself and to other people. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's I think it's really um, obviously it's working and it's you're connecting with other people. Um, and I think it's it's I don't know it's kind of brave I, I think of you to do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so I want to talk about, uh, I know that you have a meditation practice. I don't know much about it, but I want to hear, um, I don't know. I just want to hear about it a little bit. And I want to hear about, uh, what kind of an impact it's had on your artwork. Um, I would assume maybe it's not a huge impact, but I would assume, you know, it has some kind of impact. Um, so anyway, can can you tell us about, uh, just yes. what, yeah, what kind yeah. of a practice? How- so I, it is like actually pretty simple. Uh, I, I have the habit, you know, uh, uh, if I have some time, I will find a quiet place and sit for a while. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, this has become a more and more popular now uh, called a setting meditation. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think it's like you, uh, it is um, 
you know, if you're talking about in general, it's a very good way to relax because we're living in a very stressful world. Right. Uh, 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 no matter is I, I when, when I had my daytime job or or even like the busy schedule, deal with lots of unknowns and uh, in in in, uh, in this modern life. And everything is goes so fast and so stressful, and there's lots of frustration, and uh, uh, so going on now. So we need to find some way to keep uh, a well-being, you know. So that that's my way to um, to you know uh, to 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 get my sanity checked. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Um, you know, I, I, I think develop, I, I learned all uh, some of the meditation technique or, uh, you know, some philosophy about kind of a Buddhism related philosophy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in graduate school. So that time some somebody kind of, uh, you know, would talk about philosophy and all of that. So mainly you'll, you'll go through this uh, uh exercise and so you'll be able to understand yourself better um, you know I, I think it's like I the, the specifically I practice uh, I practice uh, this meditation uh, uh, exercise called a vipassana uh, which is a, okay. a, a Sanskrit word um, basically means the English is observing yourself as the way it is right so that means, like, I, I, I did, you know, have uh, uh, several opportunities. I'd be able to participate some kind of long-term retreat in the meditation center. So usually we go there to spare about 10 days' time. Wow. So usually that time I was working on <laughs> Find like Christmas time or sometime vacation that be able to really get these ten days together. So if we go to this place, then uh, then you. Um, then you follow some teaching uh, uh, teachers in of course this I don't call that religious is basically they kind of de- it's a uh, non-sectarian type of uh, exercise it doesn't mm-hmm. really matter what kind of belief or faith right. uh, all you can practice basically I think uh, I understand the teaching was um, you know every day we're, we're in this busy schedule we always observe outside you know your your, 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 your eyes you're looking outside you're hearing the whatever the sound from outside you then you touch the outside world but we don't really have a, a time to really observing internally you know yeah. we don't we really do not don't know uh, the knowledge about ourselves is very, very minimal. So always observing outside and all. So, so then um, I think the major uh, retreat, the purpose is that we, we got this uh, devoted several days. So we will be able to sit quietly. Then you'll be, you got an opportunity to observe uh, uh, what is going on um, in, inside your body, you know, in, in, instead of just, you know, esoterically talking about some, you know, philosophy or ideology. Right. You're just observing the sensation, observing the, the breathing. All this is a really, um, you know, revelation to me. It's a really eye-opener, you know, so because then you start to, to, to uh, uh, 
you know, there's lots of lots of experience I never had before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so be able to then then you start to observe. You see the world is changing, and also the uh, lots of uh, illusions we have is or, or lots of mm-hmm. thinking. It is not really reality. You know, we were kind of just just you know live in a very dreamy type of world. You know, it's lots of lots of thinking, lots of activity. It, it, it is. It doesn't really have much of a solid base. Right. So, so then we worry and we have concerns. We get angry. We get frustrated. All of the negative uh, uh, emotions. Mm-hmm. It's actually, there's a baseless. You know. So that means if you <laughs> really you're observing that, you you will start to see there's you, just like you know uh, if you um, you know. Uh, if you go to uh, 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 go to a beach, you're facing to the ocean. Then you see all the waves on the on on the uh, on the surface of the water can be turbulence. You know, depends on the wind, or they can be pretty volatile, can be pretty strong. But if you go deeper in in the water, actually pretty quiet there. <laughs> so, right. so all of this is like our emotion, the turbulence, our our change and up and downs, lots of them is actually is 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 not really true. It is like is our perception, uh, in uh, you know uh, incorrectly. So that that that's why after several of these meditation exercises, so I start to develop kind kind of exercise daily. Then if I have a chance, usually in the morning, and I will sit for a while to kind of cleansing your mind, and to start a day. And also, every time when I run into the problem or like a stress or um, like a teaching or sometimes can be pretty stressful, you know, you, uh, you, you, sometimes I'm worried too much. or So I will, you know, uh, find a place quietly and sit down for a while. And if, it, it feels like it's really uh, therapeutical, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, so we'll be, um, you know, you can return to the more balanced mind. Uh, so this way, instead of just, you know, intuitively follow your emotion, and then uh, if it's out of control, it, it can be problematic. So this way, uh, I, I, I can, you know, find a, a balanced mind. And also, so the, the painting exercise is the same way, you know, sometimes. Mm-hmm. If you can really go into this meditation, meditative mode, mm-hmm. then you can really, um, e- e- I would say you are doing a better job. You know, like sometimes when I paint, uh, there's a lot of other information going on, either like I, I feel, especially for instance, a demonstration in front of other people. Right. Sometimes if I, you know, happen to be a do a good job. Okay, I might be feel happy, but sometimes may not happen. You know, if something I run into some problem or I yeah. did a good job, so I start to feel you know the ego start to 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 talk. You know, see, okay, you'll make a fool of yourself, or you're doing something which is you know um, you're wasting other people's time. Or all 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 there's some negativity talk there. Mm-hmm. So then I, you know. It became became a habit, like you know, in, if I run into this situation, I can gradually go into more meditative 
um, mode so that way you concentrate what you're doing at this moment instead of what happened to right. the and what will happen to the future. Basically, you're doing, you put this paint on the palette and yeah. the brush to pick up the paint. Then you start to apply this paint on canvas, you know, step by step. All, the, all of this just live, live at that moment. Yeah. Then, you know, so then you start to get into a stage. You, uh, uh, it's more like a Zen moment. You you start to forget about yourself, and only the the painting activity exists. I, I, instead of there's there's a painter or there's a painting. Yeah. So that's. Mm-hmm. I mean that's that's so powerful because. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean everybody goes through this, but certainly artists. I mean we're so self-critical. Um, right. And so if we can, yeah, that, I mean, that's just such a powerful tool if we can get control of our head because, and we don't even have to be, you know, this, I'm sure you don't even have to be painting in front of somebody else to start hearing all those voices about, oh my God, this is just not, why am I doing this painting? What is this? What am I? <laughs> and also, actually, you know, I feel there's a positive side, you know, actually, you know, painting I consider is a self discovery process which means you know when you're when you're putting a, a piece of paint on piece of color on canvas your mind immediately start to judge you know mm-hmm. is that work is that too big is that too dark is that too cool is that too dirty or all, all these comments and you know spontaneously coming out of your mind yeah. so like, okay if you're in that mode of a meditative mode you listen yourself better. Actually, that's like, you know, people, lots, lots of people talking about, okay, I am an intuitive painter, you know, I'm, I'm painting intuitively. What does that really mean? Yeah. It, it really means you're a good listener of yourself, you know, because your mind already telling you, already judging, and then you can really get that piece of information, apply that piece of information Instead of, uh, you know, I, I do talk to my students, like, you know, lots of people just like feel, oh, there's a problem. But then they keep noodling, keep noodling, mm. and then the pain is gone. Then, so if you be able to listen to your self-comment about what you just did, it's really, you analyze, you understand, okay, what is the next I, I want to do, instead of just blindly, kind of automatically, uh, you know, keep painting and then and, and ruin the painting. So that that's why I right. think to be a good intuitive painter, meditation will be very helpful. Wow, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So right now you are, uh, and I can imagine this must be incredibly helpful for you also with your schedule right now, just, just mm-hmm. constantly on the road doing workshops. Um, so do you find, do you get to find time when you're, when you're, you know, out of town traveling to, do you keep up this practice? Uh, yes, you know, sometime like in, in airport, you know, like, uh, you have, uh, you know, this busy schedule or like, or there's some, something can happen, you know, yeah. either like the flight delayed or, or the, you, you didn't <laughs> find your bag, you know, check out place or all, all this. <laughs> yeah. Can be generate, uh, uh, you know, this uh, unbalanced mind. So that's the the, the meditation mode. Uh, it would be very. Uh, it is very helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Yeah, so that also helps you to use your time more efficiently. Yeah. Um, okay, Chang, before, mm-hmm. we, before we close, um, uh, can you tell us about what... So I, you've been organizing these, these painting trips to China in the last couple of years, right? Do you have one of those coming up again? Uh, yes, yes, we do. Uh, in this September, uh, from September 9th, uh, 10th to September 24th, those are two weeks, and we're going to have um, a plein air painting trip. So I will be uh, kind of uh, demoing as instructor and uh, then uh, we'll go to um, south part of China called Yunnan province. And in that area, actually, it's a very um, a beautiful uh, natural scenes and also the cultural, culturally very rich. Mm-hmm. And so many different type of, uh, um, we call that minority Chinese nationalities. Then they have different languages and different oh, wow. Costumes that more more like you know like American Indian have different tribes and then they they have that kind of cultural in that province. Hmm. So uh, we're going to you know um, uh, explore that area and also uh, we have uh, quite a few uh, painting opportunities. So we're going to paint uh, uh, you know uh, plein air uh, in that part of uh, China and uh, so you. People interested that the information can get on my website, okay. uh, and then they can see that. Um, then uh, so it's uh, so I've been doing that for a while. So uh, because I um, every September I go either with a group or by myself to China because my mom uh, lives in Beijing, and uh, so that would be the chance to for me to spend some time with her. Yeah. Yeah. So then, after that, I usually find two weeks. I will travel uh, in uh, in China. China is a very big country, just like U.S. So there's so many cultural and and so many beautiful places, and um, then um, I, you know, it's fascinating. So I yeah. really want to explore. And so if a, you know, group of artists want to, you know, I want to share that with uh, other as well. So if we want to travel together, that would be a good thing. Cool, cool. All right, um, Chong, it's been it's been so fun talking. Um, is there anything else you wanna you wanna tell everybody before we sign off here? Uh, well, I think just you know, I I would just uh, keep. Uh, uh, I think my experience, like uh, you know, not educated, yeah. <laughs> I start that way, and then I I feel you know everything's possible. So if you keep a discipline and. Uh, and also, uh, really, I, I, I feel, you know, like, I think this, um, I feel, you know, my, my scientific uh, career helps my art quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So th- this, this part, because lots of people, artists, people talking about, okay, we are using right brain only, you know, but I, I don't really buy it. I yeah, say, no, I don't buy that. We, we all balanced we have the right brain we also have the left brain we need to use both so i i will use my right brain you know give me inspiration give me motivated give me inspired and 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 uh, really put give me energy to work at the meantime if i'm running into problem i don't really get into that emotion uh you know too much emotional uh, stage i will calm down and get mm-hmm. into 
analytical mode, so more like troubleshooting or problem solving. Mm -hmm. So that will be most of the analytical is from your left brain part. Then you want to come down and then uh, taking notes. So that's the reason I call uh, my painting projects. I do this painting projects. So I will use both of my brains and side, both sides of my brains, and, and I, I do document rigorously. You know all the learnings I, 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 I went through. You know uh, all the discoveries, all the problems, all the questions. So this way will save me lots of time. You know, like usually, you know, for uh, for a person like you know, I'm fifty some years old now, uh, some years old now, and then my my memory start to fade. You know, lots of things. You know, I I learned something I don't remember anymore. So mm, I, yeah. So I will write it down, I document it, then in the future, you know, you've run into a similar problem again, then you'll come back to your notes, then you'll go back to what you did, you know, maybe several months ago, maybe several years ago. Then you can find out, oh, okay, I this might, you know, maybe 10 times run into the same problem, and so what I did before, so then you can review what you did, then this way will be, I think that's both more effective and more efficient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you must, I mean, your your notes must be meticulously, um, I guess, labeled and archived then. Uh, you, well, it's not that uh, systematic. You know, basically, like every month, I have a several projects going on, say project number one, two, three. And yeah. then I usually give a topic, okay, this project is related to plain air, and maybe this one is related to color theory, okay. and another one. This doesn't really have to be very systematic, like a chapter of a book or something like that. Right. But, but this, this, you know, this um, materials will be eventually, you, I can summarize that, mm -hmm. because, like an archive, uh, or I can share it with other people. You know, so yeah, we, I mean, do you have... Uh, it sounds like something that could easily, like this could be a, a turn into some kind of a book. Do you have any plans? Uh, I do have a plan, but uh, cool. you know, so far is I'm still uh, uh, accumulating or collecting um, information and, and then categorize them. Mm -hmm. And of course, this information is still changing. It's very dynamic. You know, right, if I right. say something today, maybe I'll come completely uh, disagree next time you know so that's right so, uh, iteratively you're getting this information well then you can have volume two then, <laughs> right <laughs> there you go. Yeah, then you have a different edition right so, <laughs> that's right but but, but yeah of course this is like at this moment i keep that as a personal notes yeah so i i i will uh, you know getting lots of information i have to get so if i if i publish that i would have to make sure it's legal, you know, lots of information. If I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of look at other people's images or something. I oh, make sure, sure. You know, there's other right. copyright issues or something. I cap if I have to you know, open that into public. But for myself, learning process is really, really benefit to me. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um, okay, Chong. Thank you so much. It's been so much fun and and so enlightening i think you just got so much great knowledge so thank you thank for sharing you. yeah thank you for for this opportunity yeah yeah so you, yeah i'm very happy you know so get this chance to talk about uh, 
all of this painting projects. <laughs> <laughs> great, great. Well, well, we're we're definitely benefiting from from all the work that you've done and all the work that you've put out there and all the information. So, so thank you. Oh, you're quite welcome. Thank you. Okay, thanks again to Chong Wong. Um, go check out Chong's website, qhart.com. And thanks to our sponsor, FACE, the Figurative Art Convention and Expo being held in Miami at the Biltmore Hotel this November. Seating is limited, so act fast. To learn more, go to figurativeartconvention.com. And thanks to all of you again for listening. Um, if you are enjoying the show, please share with your friends and spread the word. Go find us on iTunes, leave a review there, and um, go ahead and rate us uh, eight and a half stars. Um, I love, love, love uh, all of you and appreciate your support for listening. Um, go ahead and subscribe. And if you want to drop me a line, you can always do that. Danny at dannygrantfineart.com. And uh, give me a follow on Instagram if you would like, at dannygrantfineart. Um, thank you all so much, and I will talk to you next time.